Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The hit parade that is 2020 takes us now to Denver, Colorado, where the high Saturday was 101, and Sunday it was 97. Forecasters had predicted a cold front would come through yesterday and added the change when it did was going to be significant. How significant? Well, after a high in the triple digits over the weekend, the current temperature in Denver this morning is 39. And there's a winter weather advisory for slushy snow. And after that, a freeze warning tonight with a low expected of 26. That's the recipe for sickness right there, Cliff. <laughs> you're absolutely right. If, you, if you're cooking up wow. sickness in your kitchen, you throw all yeah. those ingredients in and you're going to get it. 75-degree temperature job ought to do it. Yeah. I can't imagine how depressing that would be. 101 day, and I'm fighting <laughs> snow the next day on the way to work. Yeah, absolutely. And it's depressing <laughs> enough you're going to work after Labor Day when you were off. Well, yeah. well, some, some of us were off. Some of us were <laughs> off, yes. Some of us were working. There you go. You ever stand up fast and it feels like your check engine light just came on? I'm a little <laughs> bit woozy right now, Cliff. You feel a little woozy. I'm going to feel a little woozy. <laughs> wow. Well, Cliff, Maybe if you just wiggle your gas cap a little bit, it'll it'll go off. I hope. Well, I'll tighten that down while you're doing the news yeah. update. How's that? Wow. That works. Okay. I'll have to say, yeah. Cliff... Um, yeah. You sound a little different this morning. Uh, don't know if it's your voice or what's going on with you. Well, there. it's probably the room that I'm sitting in because the sweatpants lounge is no more. <laughs> Did you tear it down? I tore it down and I moved all of the equipment to the uh, photo studio overlooking the beautiful downtown Princeton Square. I'm telling you, we got to come up with a name for that place. I think you're right. Maybe our well, wonderful does it sound, listeners I mean, you can s- help. You know, I think it might be right. Do I sound okay? You sound kind of watery. <laughs> like you have a, I don't know, yeah, a swimming pool there that you're <laughs> kind I of... I don't have a swimming pool here. Do no. you have like one of those little kiddie pools or something? You're, I don't have a kiddie pool. <laughs> it, it sounds watery. So I don't know what's going on with that. It could be the uh, software we're using. It could be. Um, we'll do some more checking and see what's going on. So. All right, well... But any, anyway... The sweatpants lounge is no more. I'm uptown. Yep. Oh, it's driving me nuts. I can't think of anything to call that. Name. I think people should text us in. A suggested name for the new mobile newsroom now located on the courthouse square. Yes. Second floor, as a matter of fact. Yes. Don't you look directly into the clock on the courthouse tower? Well, I'm not that tall. I'm not that high. Oh, okay. I look, basically, I'm looking right in the hallway of the main floor of the courthouse. Okay, all right. So if, if you walk up and down that hallway, I can see what you're doing. Ooh, it'd be cool if people would stand on the <laughs> stairs there with signs pointed towards you, Cliff. That would be interesting. Yes, yeah. I was thinking penthouse, but that's already been used in no, the area. See, yeah, that's, there's some connotations there that's, uh, yeah, we don't want that. Well. <laughs> I mean, you might want that. I would, would, would mind that, yes. <laughs> But you're not here. I'm here. That's true. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. We'd after the weather observation aircraft exited the tropical depression in the middle of the South Atlantic yesterday, meteorologists knew a record had been set. The naming of tropical storm Paulette on September seventh made it the 
earliest 16th Atlantic named storm ever, beating Philippe from 2005 by 10 days. Right now, Paul Led is west of the Cape Verde Islands and is nowhere near land, but has winds of 40 miles an hour and is likely to become a hurricane by Thursday, making it also the earliest ever pea storm to become a hurricane. What a pisser. As for residents living along the Atlantic coast, you're in luck. It doesn't appear right now that this pea storm will make landfall. Here's hoping, though, that when and if Paulette does make the coast, it's just a tinkle. <laughs> you should have took yesterday off. You know that? <laughs> you really should have taken it off. Hold on just a second there, Glenn. Just a What's, second. What are, you, what are you doing? It sounds like you're typing. I am. What are you typing? Well, you know, I love the text messaging we have here whenever our friends uh, want to say something. and Yeah. I'm not very good with the uh, written word. You're more of the written word kind of guy. <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like I can convince you to do things that will be entertaining for this program if I can actually talk to you. But I'm, I've got a, I got a listener on here, Cliff, that told me yeah. that today is Star Wars Day. That it all okay. started on this date in 1966, and they have all kinds of collectible dolls. The Kirk doll and the Spock doll, and yeah. on and on and on. And they're still in the original boxes. Wow. And, yes, and I'm trying to convince this gentleman to bring yeah. a couple of those into the studio and let me rip them open live on the air. <laughs> because that's entertainment, Cliff. Right, yeah. It, it is entertainment, yeah. It would be, because I'm telling you, when you rip into a $1,000 box of a some doll <laughs> from the years gone by... And, and suddenly make it worth seven ninety nine, that's entertainment. Everyone listening will remember where they were the day that happened. And I'm trying to convince this gentleman that that's what we ought to do. I don't want all of them, just a couple of them. Okay. Just drop them by. Yeah. I'm in deep discussions here. So mm -hmm. far, Cliff, mm -hmm. I've been failing. But I have gotten him to the point to where he says he's going to take his collection and stick it further back in the attic so his kids don't get them and bring them over to us. Because <laughs> now his kids know that they're all worth $1,000 a piece. Exactly. And so <laughs> they might be more in line yeah. with wanting you know everyone to be right. entertained than he is. Right. Or they could just put them up on eBay and sell them and pocket the cash. Let us tear into it first. <laughs> well, Cliff, you had a story in the yeah. news about a dog and... Somebody was scammed out of a lot of money for purchasing a dog. Yeah, because they were trying to buy a dog online. Yeah. Yes, and um, there was a story today mm -hmm. that I can tell you the best way for online dating sites that will work for you. Now, I have no experience with this, but I read the story <laughs> today, Cliff. Okay. And it says yeah. that if you want to be successful on these sites, you must uh -huh. post a picture of yourself along with your dog. Both of you in the oh, picture at the same time. You and your dog. Yes. And that gets people fired up to, uh, you know, want to date you if you have a picture of both of you on there. There's a double-edged sword to that, Cliff. And oh, you, really? <laughs> you know where I'm heading here, don't you? Because they'll like your dog and not like you. Or, I <laughs> yeah. hadn't thought of that, and that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Or they won't be able to tell the difference between the two of you. <laughs> And that would be my fear, Cliff. It's like, uh, well, it would be your fear. <laughs> so you want to probably always be on the left of the picture, Cliff, so That's everybody right. knows. So you, you could actually put a caption, me, left, dog, right. Well, this Sunday is Grandparents' Day, 
Have you got your tree up yet? No, of course you don't. You've always no, forgetting them. <laughs> there's no tree for grandparents. There is a, there's got to be a tree. There's a tree no, there's, for everything. There's no tree for grandparents' day. Even what like one of those little a tree? foot long tall ones, put their pictures on it and stuff? <laughs> no. Oh. No tree at all. Not even a twig. Not even a twig. Well, <laughs> that's kind of disrespectful, Cliff. Well, well what's I happened? mean, there are other ways. There are other ways to honor your grandparents besides cutting down a tree and sticking it up in your house. Well, yes, but yeah. they're not near as much fun. <laughs> Have you ever put a live tree up in your home? No. It's not fun at all. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the needles just fall off, and then it's, yeah, it's just a bad deal. You know, Cliff, I just can't get over this uh, grandparents' tree. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking. Well, get over it. I'm thinking, Cliff, if um, yeah, if you were one of the few people, since you claim that hardly anybody does this, yeah, if you're one of the few that does this, think of the yeah. brownie points you'll be getting from your grandparents that you, of all people, remembered to put up the tree in their honor. Yeah. And maybe put a big cookie on the top of it as a <laughs> reminder for Grandma that you would like to have some cookies on <laughs> That's Grandparents' right. Please Day. make me some homemade cookies. No, you're absolutely right. You know, you you got to work it to your advantage somehow there, yeah. Cliff. And, yeah. you know, put a picture of Grandma, Grandpa on there, some mm -hmm. little things on there. Maybe something they've given you in the past. Stick that on your tree. Right. Well, it doesn't mm -hmm. sound very proper when you say stick that on your tree, but <laughs> place it lovingly on your tree. Stick that on your tree, <laughs> Grandma. Stick, stick that on your tree. <laughs> we, this new product from Kellogg's, is going to make me question my own life decisions. As has been discussed on this program ad nauseum, Long ago, I broke up with Little Debbie and all of her snack cake goodness. But now, the makers of Little Debbie have teamed up with the cereal maker Kellogg's to make a product that will either be my downfall or perhaps they did so just to taunt me. It's called Oatmeal Cream Pie Cereal. Is it more socially acceptable to eat Little Debbie cakes for breakfast? Or who cares? I've eaten Little Debbie for breakfast many a day. And I didn't need to pour milk on it to not be shamed, because I have no shame. By the way, Little Debbie is now 60. Have you seen any of these? I have not seen yet. I have seen them. Oh, you have? I have. They go on really? sale in December. Okay. That's when you can actually get them. Yeah. And they look like, from the pictures I've seen, Cliff, they look yeah. like Cheerios that have had an allergic reaction and swelled up to about <laughs> twice their size. So maybe they're just not going to be all that appealing. <laughs> well, if you eat enough of them, you're going to swell up to twice your size, too. Well, this is true. <laughs> but, boy, they sound good, don't they? Oh, yeah. We'll see how your divorce with little Debbie goes when these come out <laughs> in December. Cliff. Yes. You were talking about the little Debbie cereal that's going to be coming out in a couple, three months. Yes. And that reminded me that people are still going on and on and on. Yeah. about the removal of the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. I have yeah. seen more people posting about that and complaining <laughs> about that, and I, I can't help it, Cliff. If yeah. this is a huge deal for you, that they're eliminating the Mexican pizza, mm. maybe you should try eating actual food. I mean, <laughs> just... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. They can... <laughs> no, I, I totally get this, because if you, if you think... A Mexican pizza from Taco Bell is a good representation of actual Mexican food or even Tex-Mex, for that matter. You need to get out more. 
<laughs> you need to travel. You need to go places and to eat real, authentic food. Sorry about that, Cliff. I told you I, we were coming back after a certain song, and I got delayed. And yeah. now I'm just now back, and that's why there was such a long delay there between us coming back on the air here. <laughs> so I was, like, sitting here ready to go, and I kept, you know, sticking my earbud in my ear so I could hear what you were saying, and then you didn't say anything. And I'm like, what the heck's going on out there? Well, <laughs> it's all my fault, Cliff. I um, Okay. I, I tried that. to be Mr. Um, yeah. Cheapo Repo. And I got a deal on a new pair of pants is what the problem is this morning. <laughs> I didn't really want to bring this up. I've been fighting it all Come morning long. point in your life where you're bargaining for pants. I, yes, I am. <laughs> I, and I found a deal, and like most things that you find online, you think in your head yeah. it's a deal until you get the yeah. product. And I knew there were some defects in it, yeah. and that's why they were so cheap. <sighs> The zipper on this thing. Yeah. That's the whole problem. It's the zipper. Yes. What's wrong with the zipper? It's horizontal. And that makes for some problems. Have you ever had a pair of pants with horizontal zippers on it, Cliff? I can't say that I have, no. Yeah, well, you don't want that. If you see that <laughs> advertised. I mean, how does that work exactly? It doesn't. That's why it took me so long to get back. <laughs> so, okay, so you were in the men's room. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that. Yes. Okay, ar yes. arguing with your uh, pair of pants that you got a deal on, and you had a zipper issue. Did you hurt yourself? I did not hurt myself. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure glad there was no one standing outside the door with a recorder on the conversation I was having with my pants. So you were talking to your pants. Yes, and I generally don't do that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe some of our listeners do that. I generally don't talk to my pants, but today we had a long conversation, and so... <laughs> I think I'll be putting these away once I get them back, you know, home. You got to just just put those in the drawer and think about them another time. I'm just going to throw these away. These are going no, to the burn pit. Yes, I'm just going to burn them and be done with it. So really then, wasn't that good a deal now, was it? I didn't save a dime. <laughs> Here on the morning road show, I can't speak either, Cliff. These pants, this pants problem's got me all it's upset. Still, it's still your pants. It's still my pants, and then... We got a call about my pants, of all things, a oh, few we, minutes ago. Oh, we did. Clip. Yes. <laughs> no. Catch this one here, okay? Okay, Okay. sure. Top of the morning to you, Senator McCarthy. I hear you're having a wee bit of problems uh, with your vertical and your horizontal and your diagonal zippers. I do not have diagonal zippers. <laughs> but I am having a wee bit of a problem here, Cliff. I'm, surpri <laughs> I'm surprised Phil McCracken didn't say the one way to solve your pants problem would be to wear a kilt. Well, he did say that. I cut that oh, part okay. out because oh, then he, oh, okay. he went down a bad, bad path after he started talking <laughs> no. about that, and I thought... As Phil McCracken would be up to do. Yes, he would. So, yeah. <laughs> they took a survey. Yeah. 25% of restaurant chefs said that if the ingredients they were working on for you fell in the floor, yeah. they would still cook them. That is 25%, Cliff of all the chefs would cook that. And that, I believe, is what they call the secret ingredient whenever you go to a restaurant. Right. <laughs> is that why the colonel never said what was in the seven herbs and spices? <laughs> well, Cliff, we've uh, had a lot of bad yes. news about this year. How about some good news for this year? Good, good news about 2020? Yes. Surely that doesn't exist. Well, I think I have scrounged up one of those, and it... Uh, 
It involves a man named Lawrence Brooks. He is the oldest living World War II veteran in the United States. Okay. And this Saturday, unbelievably, mm-hmm. he's going to be 111 years old. Wow. That's pretty 111. Im- 111. And you know, Cliff. Yeah. If you make it to 100, everybody comes around and asks you every every year on your birthday. <laughs> what secret? The secret to a long life. Yeah. And Mr. Brooks says that uh, the two uh-huh. secrets are take good care of your body. Yeah. And be nice to people. Okay. I'm in trouble on one of those, Cliff. <laughs> the first one. Pretty well, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't say anything about booze or anything like that. Well, I mean, moderation is the key. Moderation is the key, but to yeah. 111, that's, that's well, impressive. I'm glad, I'm glad we were finally able to get some good news about 2020. Yes, that is good news. Because with all the bad news, it's almost like the year 2020 is a giant fan in the sky. Wait, wait what is that large thing heading towards the fan? Is it a giant turd? <laughs> it's like a giant train wreck you can't look away from this giant turd of the sky about to hit the giant fan it's spinning and there's no way to get off the question is are we riding the turd are we riding the spinning fan <laughs> only you could take a nice story about a 111 year old man and turn it into a what was giant said today turd. number two yes <laughs> It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. I found this in extraordinarily interesting, Cliff. Perhaps you won't, but I found it pretty good. <laughs> well, I think more importantly, perhaps the listeners won't. Well, I'm hoping they will because I looked this up and did a little okay. research, and it says, according to what I found, yeah. the average NFL fan will watch 17 hours and 51 minutes of commercials this year. Okay. Compared to about 6 hours and 26 minutes of actual game action. <laughs> An NFL broadcast, when you break yeah. it down, is about three hours and 23 minutes, you know, in a normal game. Right. Of that time, 50 minutes is nothing but commercials, or about one quarter of the whole thing. Okay. And they spread those out over 20 different commercial breaks. As you well know, there's a bunch yeah. of commercials in an NFL game. Well, I mean, it's uh, pretty expensive to get the rights to broadcast an NFL game, so they got to pay for that somehow. That's exactly right. And the average amount of actual game play in a game, Mm -hmm. what you actually see is about 18 minutes, (laughs) which is 9% of the entire telecast. And then when you go for the whole season, Cliff, the average NFL fan watches 4.2 hours of football every week. Over a 17-week season, you're going to see 71 hours and 24 minutes of commercials. Okay. 18 hours, make that 6.5 hours of actual action where they're hitting each other (laughs) on the field. Out of 17 weeks, six and a half hours is all you're going to see. Does that kind of blow your mind a little bit, or did you kind of think that? Um, no, I kind of knew that going in, although it does make you wonder, why in the hell are you complaining about soccer? (laughs) Well, 
because I mean, you, you, gave, you gave all the stats. You just gave all the stats. Why the hell are you complaining about soccer? Nothing goes ever goes on in soccer. Nothing ever goes on in football either. Well, I take exception to that, and I'm not okay. a huge NFL fan by no means. Yeah. These guys actually score once in a while in the <laughs> NFL. I can write most so, soccer so game what, scores down as either one what, to nothing or two to what, one. What you're saying is you admire guys who score. Yes, who doesn't? <laughs> I guys can, who actually score. I can go out there and not score a point, Cliff. Nobody's going to pay to see me go out there and not perform. No, well, no. <laughs> Is that not true? No, no, you're absolutely right. So see, that's people, why. People are paying to see you not perform now. <laughs> Actually, it's free radio, Cliff, so no. That's true. That's true. Cliff, was there anything said today? Well, there was a lot of things said. Some of it made the list, and some of it is now going to make a separate list that I have decided I also need to to keep track of, and that's the list of things nobody wants to see. So we'll start with that one. When you said moments ago, watch me score. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to see that. Okay, all right. (laughs) But you know what I meant. I, I know what you meant, uh, yes. Morning Roadshow phrases of the day, those start with number three. I've eaten Little Debbie for breakfast many a day. Number two, are we riding the turd? Are we riding the spinning fan? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today, I got a deal on a new pair of pants. And I talked to them this morning, too, Cliff. That's right. In the in Yeah, uh, also on the list of things we don't want to see <laughs> or hear. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.